1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to yet another Dangerous World episode. Very, very happy that you chose to listen to another one of our uh, shit-talking escapades yet again. Um, This evening we were talking about DARPA and... DARPA is a very interesting little, uh, I mean, they get involved with black budget stuff. I don't know if you guys seen the Black Mirror episode with those dogs, the robotic dogs. Um, This is a DARPA concept. Um, Very interesting that in the last hours of the Trump administration, a DARPA connected agency, a mystery agency out of Florida, uh, purchased quite a few of the Internet space of the Pentagon. Um, so this is that kind of stuff that they dabble in. And we brought on a really great guest. This guy's name is Ryan Hoag, and he's a multi-million dollar Amazon seller that teaches people how to replicate his success through starting their own e-commerce business. And if you actually want to learn more from him, you can check out his link in the show notes. And it's pretty cool because he set up a uh, 20% discount for Dangerous World Podcast listeners. So uh, if you want to you want to cash those checks like this dude is, uh, you know, feel free to uh, use us to get a little discount there. Um, Brandon, what do you think of this DARPA episode, man? This is kind of right up your alley.
0: Yeah, it's good because uh, a lot of the stuff that we know about DARPA, the Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency, uh, is just out there in the open. Like it's already been uh, openly disclosed. Uh, so we don't need to really argue about the sources. Uh, I think like what we achieved in this conversation is not particularly deep dives into the documentation of of, of DARPA's projects, which there are many. I mean, we're literally talking yeah. over the internet that DARPA helped create, right? But uh, but we also got uh, perspectives yep. on okay, how bad of a program could this be? Where could these kind of things? Uh, where could the funding lead us to a uh, 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 good or bad? And I think you'll get the vibe right off the right off the get go that we're. You guys are trying to give them like the benefit of the doubt, but just because they're dealing with like Iron Man suits and like Ghost in the Shell style like brain impl- implantation, it can go pretty south pretty quickly. So, but overall, Ryan's a great guy. It's always good to get someone's uh, perspective like Ryan because he is a, a, a hustler as well, um, and just let us into his yeah. brain for a little bit. This is kind of his side interest, right?
1: Well, and it's kind of cool. Yeah, he's a big conspiracy guy, but obviously, uh, when you're dealing, you know, like dealing with the whole world of Amazon, you kind of have to keep all that shit under wraps, right? Guy's very, very educated when it comes to computers, so it was cool to get his perspective, like you said. Um, but yeah, dude, I mean, like we we don't really kind of um, talk too much about what DARPA is because Ryan is so far like ahead in his research; he's deep down the rabbit hole um so we don't really kind of talk about too much about what it is but we just get into those the the crazy theories and so he actually presents some pretty good proofs about um what he thinks that they're up to and from what i understand it, i don't know how accurate this is um but i listened to um an interview with uh the woman that heads darpa and she was talking about how it started um as the advanced research projects agency before they threw in the defense um, it was uh, in response to Sputnik, that Russian uh, space program type deal where they the United States never wanted to be surprised by the technology that came out of another country. And they wanted to be able to anticipate things that other countries could do, whether they be friendly or uh, you know adversaries of the U.S., and uh, I mean, so, so this kind of just gives you a little bit of an idea of what they do. They have a website. They've got a $3 billion budget, um, pretty pretty substantial sized uh, government agency that you may have not heard about. Um, started under Eisenhower, as we discussed. So fun stuff. And um, I hope that you guys enjoy it. This is a crazy one. And if you f- feel so inclined, you know, check out uh, DangerousWorldStore.com. The day that this episode comes out, which is Friday... Uh, May 14th. That is the very last day that you can get the t-shirts with $20 and free shipping after that. They're going up to 26, so we're not raping you, um, but these are quality shirts made in the USA printed by yours truly here. So um, go in there, get your $20 shirt before that price jumps up because we don't know when they're going on sale. Okay, so check that out. Subscribe to Patreon and, uh, you know, just uh, really appreciate your support, guys. All right, so, Ryan, what brought you to the conclusion of, uh, you know, which just kind of wanting to talk about DARPA this evening and getting into uh, what they're up to, uh, CIA connections, you know, the rumors about Facebook being a DARPA project, the vaccines uh, with Operation Warp Speed under Trump. Why, uh, why do you want to talk about DARPA tonight?
2: You know, I think in short it's because – I would much rather be a conspiracy theorist than a coincidence theorist. (laughs) It seems like the more research you do into this stuff, the more ties you see from one to the next to the next. And it just seems to form a web. Uh, And I've got some really interesting stuff that my research has led me to. Um, Specifically, I want to talk about like three videos that if you would like to, you can put in the show notes that everybody else can check them out uh, where- People are kind of speaking. People that are privy to some like sensitive information that is declassified are sharing some really interesting things on the technological front that honestly sound like magic to most people. Like you would not think it's real,
1: dude. I gotta ask you real quick. Like, what do you what do you think about declassified information? Because we're gonna do an episode on Sunday, um, talking about the idea. Since you know us as conspiracy theorists, which I hate that term. But, you know, we have to use it. We have to embrace it. Mm -hmm. Um, Why, like, why do we trust like FOIA, you know, disclosed documents? Or why do we trust like declassified information? Um, and, And I've fallen victim to this too, in my opinion. Like, why, why do we think that once the government declassifies something, we treat it as gospel? And like, why do you, I mean, like, do you
2: have any thoughts on that? You know what's crazy is that's like a really good segue into some stuff that I'm going to be sharing here. It's not a specific tie to what I want to talk about, but some of the stuff that I'm going to share involves uh, transplanting false memories into humans. How easily it can be yeah. done v- via suggestion, but also uh, how did you can essentially, <laughs> in real time, wirelessly transmit information from brain to brain. Like it's there's just some crazy stuff that I'm going to talk about. So
0: how how cl- I don't know if you've seen the uh, the show Ghost in the Shell. It's kind of a nerdy uh anime thing, but I think it recently got redone into a pretty good movie. How close to that reality are are we talking about? If 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 you're familiar with that that series cuz this is the one where you know people are Doing exactly that and there's an entire government like special forces concerned with getting into people's robot brains, making sure that people certain people aren't just robots because they've passed the uh, the, the test that just they just these robots look look alive to to every normal person walking around. How 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 close to that is, is is what you got, man?
2: So I think I've heard of that. I'm pretty sure this YouTuber that reviews movies gave that like his highest grade possible. Um, I'm, like, so it definitely sounds familiar. I haven't seen it. Uh, but this is where it's, you know, it's like my first appearance on a conspiracy theory podcast. I didn't want to get too deep into actual conspiracies because the truth and like what we can actually verify is so often stranger than fiction. So I was like, you know what? I want to stick to yeah what's true. Like when I talk to my friends and family about this stuff, which of course I try not to do too much of, cause I still want them to like me, but I almost <laughs> always find myself saying like by the way, I have all of this stuff sourced and cited. So please don't ever take me at my word. Just ask, I'll give it, I'll give you the citations, you know, and that's what I've prepared for today, man. I got a bunch of stuff that I can, uh,
1: that's one thing is like conspiracy theorists are never hated on for their amount of research that they do. You know what I mean? Like people will always say like, where's the research, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, dude, I, I spend so much fucking time, whether I'm working, whether I'm doing like, you know, whether I'm walking around with my dogs or doing whatever, I'm always listening to podcasts. I'm researching when I'm free and I'm watching a movie and I'm stoned or I'm drunk or whatever. I'm always looking into the possibilities that what we're being told is a lie. And oftentimes it seems that it's absolutely that we're being lied to more than we're being told the truth. And I always say too, you know, if if you're in a re- if you were in a relationship with someone that was the mainstream media, you would have broken up with them <laughs> so long ago because of how many times they have fucking lied to you. And speaking of being high and drunk, let's go around the horn and talk about what we're drinking, dude. Like, Brandon, I'll start with you since uh, you're just sitting over there smiling, looking all creepy. What are you sipping on?
0: Yeah, me and my uh, assassin's ass here. Uh, I can't pull myself away from uh, this wild little thing, slightly sour ale from Sierra Nevada, man. I like all that that citrus in there. Uh, it's nice on these warming uh,
2: desert days, man. How about you, Ryan? So I just polished off my first White Claw. I got another one queued up yeah. right here. Actually, this is a Corona hard seltzer. So I moved on to the, uh, by the way, Corona seltzers underrated. They're, they're actually pretty good.
1: Dude, we're trying to get a thing going where Brandon is going to take uh, blind taste tests of cigarettes, and I'm going to (laughs) do blind taste tests of hard seltzers because I have tried them all, including the cacti's, which are like the the blue agave. They got that tequila taste. Um, Hard seltzers are the fucking shit, dude. Me personally, I'm sitting here uh, with cheap. I got a handle of... uh, Handle a caliber vodka. This is ten ninety seven at Walmart. <laughs> um, mixing that with cran raspberry juice, just having you know, kind of throwing it back a little bit because I am fucking uh, kind of sketched out about DARPA at the same time
2: uh, as being super excited about it, dude. So, yo, um, can I just chime in, guys? Join the Patreon so that he can upgrade that eleven dollar vodka to like a fifteen dollar <laughs> vodka, please. <laughs>
1: well and that's the thing dude my liver hates me man it writes me letters every fucking week telling me how much i am just like just just not caring for the people my if 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 we can like relate it to politics i am like the biden administration and my liver is the people and the people are not happy with what's going on so it is what it is dude but um darpa man um let's let's get into it darpa for those of you that don't know their stated mission is basically um it was founded under uh dwight eisenhower and it was basically to thwart the idea of like another sputnik type situation from going down again meaning you don't want enemy countries or countries of any kind uh you know kind of getting the upper hand technologically speaking and, you know, we brought you on, you, you have some, some serious success with e-commerce. You're, you have a, a, a large grasp on what technology can do, either uh, whether that be positive or negative. So I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see what you have on DARPA. Um, Brandon, do you know anything about DARPA? Like what stood out to you when you were doing your little uh, research about this?
0: I mean, we've talked about DARPA projects in the past, especially episodes in which we focused on Cold War technology. Um, I think there's an entire uh, like, layer just above the research that the Defense Advanced uh, Research Programs uh, Agency, is that what it is? <laughs> uh, that, that, that they engaged in um, that it, to certain people, especially of a certain age, what the government went about doing, um, these 60 years ago kind of makes sense and kind of is justified. So after we get through some of the specifics, Ryan, I'm, I'm really interested about, you know, at the end of the day, what, uh, do, do you, do you take all of this information and therefore think, uh, you know, the, the government is, is, is still helpful to us overall, or do you think something otherwise? So if you got some stuff loaded up, man, let's, let's, let's get into it. What's, what's the most tantalizing right off the bat
2: here? Yeah, you know, and let me just disclaimer this. I'm going to try to put a positive spin on it, uh, even though I think those of us in this community, for the most part, are aware that there are just psychopaths behind the scenes that really are running the show. You know, it's it's these top-down control structures that uh, exist that allow the few. And when I say the few, it's not like... Sorry, I'm hearing reverb there. It's not just the few, it's the like fraction of 1% that are trying to literally control the world. And what scares me with, and I'm not like trying to pretend to be a uh, technology or a computer expert, I'm definitely a computer nerd, but uh, th- there is the, or I've been feeling like there is the technical means both in the hardware and software to execute something like that, where like they really can have control, like have basically through real time, Um, information intake across the world. And so what I really would like to segue into as far as some of these notes I prepared by um, listening to some speeches that were given by people, again, privy to some like serious information. Um, And the first one I want to talk about is this guy, Dennis Bushnell. He's a chief scientist of NASA at Langley. And for those of you guys in the conspiracy community, you uh, may be familiar with Jason Burmess, who's uh, pretty big on YouTube and Rockfin. And so he was the one that put me on to Dennis Bushnell. I'm the type of person, by the way, where it's like, if he just mentions a name or somebody mentions a name, like I'll go do my own digging. So I found this YouTube video of him giving a speech in 2018 to a room of um, like, I guess like pretty successful people. Like the whole theme of the speech was like trillion dollar industries that could be disrupted, right? So he's speaking to like people with money. And what really, like, I looked at the view count on the video, and it was like under 100. I was like, what the heck? Nobody knows this video exists? Like, this is crazy, because the entire well, thing, I've listened yeah. to it five times, is packed with information. So let me just share a couple notes. And uh, this, this is kind of going to feed into the concept of the future that is envisioned for us, right? Not by us, but for us. Yeah, absolutely. It's the
1: elite that are just shaping our future. With yeah, our controllers,
2: consent. Yeah. Like you said with uh what was it ghost in a shell, right? There's people that are responsible for making sure not everybody's a robot or something, right? A ruling class. So yeah. the first the first thing I wanted to share is that there's uh now human brain projects that are receiving billions of dollars a year to nano section the neocortex in our brains and recreate it in silicon for human level brain replicants. So basically, they'll be able to like recreate human brains. And this is projected to happen within, at this point, seven years. Um, so that what alone is... What the fuck? Okay. Yeah, like, and dude, the whole... I have so many notes that are just like that. It's absurd. So right away...
1: uh, And DARPA is absolutely behind this. Like, you've confirmed that. Because, uh, again, you know, DARPA was behind Operation Warp Speed. So DARPA, as much as we... Uh, would think that the military doesn't have much to do with our health it seems like more and more they're getting more intertwined you know medicine and military are being uh, kind of woven together it seems so mm-hmm. it, it so this is obviously it's a it's a darpa finance type of type of a project
0: yeah but before we yeah, get, yeah before we get into the specifics of what we think about that project just to lay out what this looks like. This is the government contracting with private industry sometimes, and especially, uh, colleges, right? Um, this isn't like a, yeah, yeah. a massive hidden government organization. It's a relatively small one from what I understand, but it's probably much bigger based, uh, on the number of contractors that they have. Like they could have just a few people in the control room and they just, uh, you know, contract out to the right people. I know that DARPA are uh, and this is a whole bunch of these projects that you're talking about here, Ryan, are like I I will get on board and saying they're screwing around with this type of stuff because I've seen the documentation about them. But I think most famously, people will have seen those videos from the Boston University dog looking uh, robots and can can uh, can know because there is documentation and people on both ends, the government and the and Boston University have confirmed Yeah. This is government money. That's, that's getting pushed, pushed into that. So Ryan, if, how about this? Are are you worried just knowing that the government could have that capability just right there? I mean, I know that there are other ideas about who is the government, who's on, who's above the government pulling, really pulling the strings, but just upon hearing that, that they might be able to replicate brains. Where do your fears go?
2: You know, That's a good question, too. And the way you framed it is it's like I want to put a positive spin on this stuff. Right. But we know that uh, there I don't has there ever been a government in in human recorded human history that when given power gave it back willingly, you know, and yeah, being able to recreate a brain is one thing. But like the next note I wrote down and this is these are like quotes from this this first uh, speech that you can go find on YouTube. We'll put it in the show notes uh, from Dennis Bushnell, chief scientist of NASA at Langley. He said, there's already a couple hundred thousand people walking around with brain chips. That was in 2018. And when you hear brain chip, like I automatically assume now, I don't know this for sure, but I'm assuming that there is the capacity to maybe not transmit information, but at least wirelessly receive it. Right. I guess if you can receive it, you can probably transmit both, you know, it'd probably work both ways. And in that case, Uh, And by the way, in the future, like I already know that in the future, the plan is for uh, wireless receiving and transmitting. So, whether it was true in 2018 or not, that's the plan. You're leaving the door open there (laughs) for a lot of tinkering, right? And you're just kind of hoping for the best. And the way that this stuff is always framed is that it's going to be of a positive, like, health benefit to people with traumatic brain injuries and whatnot. But also, I mean, another quote right here DARPA is already working on brain chips for super soldiers. So, I mean, when we hear super soldier, I don't know what. Thought gets evoked in our minds, but like, it's, it's a lot of different things. I mean, Captain I America, stuff. Captain, Captain America. America, dude.
0: Well, that, that goes uh, specifically behind the program that I know Dick Cheney uh, after 9-11 had really pushed DARPA into looking into, which partly was the brain chip thing, but also the exoskeletons that I know are, are available readily on, on YouTube for people to see. Um, and specifically my thought when I was uh, just typing down these notes is like, this makes Captain America not sound that that fantastic. Let me give you a chance to spin it positively though here, Ryan, because I know we have a lot more on the negative side to say <laughs> as, as positive as you want to be. We can all see the health benefits that will be translated, right? Like I don't, I don't know how differently you guys think of it from the Fitbit or from your phone, But I can name off the top of my head a couple just benefits and why people would be at least sucked into this. I don't know if it's wittingly or unwittingly, but what's well, dude? All that data is just getting thrown right back to these
1: agencies. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if it's your heart rate. It could be the most like uh, mundane detail of your day to day life. You know, like I've I'm a big drinker. Okay, and I go to like Circle K, Walgreens, Walmart. Instead of looking at your ID and seeing your date of birth, they scan it. They scan that little barcode on the back. And that is clearly going into a database somewhere. And so it's going to say like, hey, this guy, this guy, Ryan Dean, he bought uh, a handle of vodka every single day this week. Okay, Uh, that's a, a that's a little over the top. That's not exactly what I do, but it's definitely like it's it's along those lines where you're saying, "Okay, this guy is not living healthy. Uh, he doesn't have a gym membership. He, um, you know, he he's buying uh, a lot of ground beef. He's not living the way that is economically friendly. Zero tofu, zero soy products. This guy's buying.
2: Yeah, exactly. That's more like it, man. It's not going to be that you're not living healthy because clearly that's like part of the plan. They don't yeah. want us healthy. I mean, we can go on that tangent for a long time, but it's going to be more like, yeah, you didn't eat your soy product that contains, you know, a million times as much estrogen as you're supposed to consume in a day. That's what it's going to be.
1: And that's the problem with like, when you give uh, a lot of estrogen, when you introduce that into people's diets as a supplement, it's going to cause what cancer, it's going to cause all kinds of diseases, right? This isn't something that people are supposed to have high amounts of now. And testosterone is the same thing. But I don't know many foods that contain a lot of testosterone. Uh, maybe beef does. I haven't done the research on that, but I just find that very interesting that you have Bill Gates, who is a massive, massive farm owner, and we all know this at this point. And what is he going to do? Take He's going to take farms away from these small farm owners, and he's going to give them to Monsanto and all of these, pro, uh, these companies that are tied in with like Bayer and all of the companies that Monsanto gives you the disease with their shitty products, and then Bayer treats you for that artificially inseminated disease. And then you're going to be treated with shitty chemicals. Yep. So it's a, it's a, it's a vicious cycle that that we're not going to be able to find ourselves out of. We see all kinds
2: of fucking things like this. And the, the best part about it is like the, if you, if your gut isn't healthy, like it affects, yeah. every, like that's how you, it, it comes down to your gut. There's this gut brain axis. Yeah. Yeah. That literally, if you have like a bad meal, it will, hinder your ability to think clearly. You know what I mean? And so it's like, it's beyond just the sick body that they can keep you a patient for life. You know, they're also keeping you dumb. And when I say you dumb, I mean, obviously I'm not talking to your audience. I mean, you guys have an awesome audience, but uh, everybody else, right? (laughs) Well, it's not
1: only, I mean, there's people in our audience, sorry, Ben, I'll let you go right now. But I was just saying like, you know, it's not, it's not a matter of the audience knowing what is right and what's wrong, as far as like, what's good for your health. It's just that there's so many elements to this machine that is like the globalists or the new world or whatever you want to call them. Any of those scary names that you want to throw around, there are so many components. I just found out uh, yesterday that boiling pine needles down in water can cure uh, like flu and, and all kinds of shit like that and there's some some chemical in the, the name slip in my mind right now but there's a chemical in pine needles which are growing all over the united states that can literally act as a vaccine without the aborted fetuses and the mercury and all these other things you know what i mean so it's very interesting that you know john rockefeller brought the united states away from these homeopathic methods of healing and then we're using like oil-based medicines which yeah, is no cancer <laughs> he yeah. had a profit motive obviously so oh, well uh, yeah obviously i mean the dude the dude didn't become the richest man in the world because he was stupid he became the richest man in the world because he was exploitative right yep. so i mean we're just finding ourselves in this shitty predicament where we're looking down the barrel of 70 percent increases in food and gas prices in the next two or three months. We're going to be Venezuela by the end of the year, I guarantee you. So, I mean, what were you going to say, Brandon?
0: Well, bring it full circle on your guys's, uh, you know, connecting the issues of climate change i think and in other environmental issues that that Dennis M Bush, uh, Bushnell the guy that you were mentioning earlier Ryan at least according to his wikipedia uh his his work is focused mainly on new approaches to environmental issues in particular to climate uh, issues so th- this my, i was trying to give you guys a, a chance to be a little bit positive about this i'll bring him up but I, but i see that you're i mean the initial concern to me about hearing about this is that someone who is go is not eating as much soy as you guys implied might need to pay higher taxes you know because it contributes to the way that the government is is working together with insurance companies to set certain rates and maybe the rates stay the same you know the the lobbyists make sure that that is the case but uh, you pay a a higher uh, a higher amount of taxes because of your um you're not taking action to decrease your, uh, your carbon footprint. That's, that's one thing that I can think is, is actually good. But one thing I think that everybody can, can agree with is that this would function like a Fitbit, right? Like we would have a better social, like on a a sociological level idea of how putting 10 McDonald's within 10 square blocks um, of each other affects a community like we might know that and then be able to the good the the goodwilled people who are in public service maybe be able to be a stronger voice in arguing against fast food and for more healthy for less of a less of a food desert is what they call it when there's just not a a healthy availability of stuff i
1: saw something so interesting about mcdonald's that it's not a fast food empire it's a real empire they their food is clearly out of date. No right. one gives a fuck about eating McDonald's, right? But they have so much property around the world. And and you know what? They're partnering with the uh, Biden administration or the Biden regime, as I like to call it. <laughs> and they are promoting the vaccine and they're promoting health with their shitty food. It's not a food. It's not. A, you you got to get the idea of McDonald's. And I'm not saying it's that not you're saying food. You don't,
2: don't call it food. Yeah. Well,
1: <laughs> and, yeah. I mean, it's slop, right? Whatever you yeah. want to call it. I mean, no one here is saying that McDonald's is healthy, but uh, McDonald's is a real estate empire. They own more real estate than probably any other company in the world. And they are sitting there partnering up with the uh, Biden regime, and they're saying that, uh, you know, get the vaccine. It's healthy. And they're, 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 they're trying to be the, the picture of health. While selling quarter pounders and and double Big Macs and shit like this, they even got bacon recently here in in Tucson. So I mean, they're not promoting health, and they're getting they're getting on board with the the whole idea of health. But yeah, go ahead, Brandon. But,
0: but the the idea was though that in the context of the way that I put it, I'm not saying the way that I put it is the way it's going to be. The way that I put it is that yeah. government agencies would be in a position to do that. I'm guessing, and I want to see Ryan specifically. Do is it in your in your thought process any good that could be pulled out of these kinds of programs where they're monitoring your diet monitoring your ins- insulin level you can monitor every almost everything because of that gut uh, brain axis you can monitor everything if you're just plugged in in the back of the head like like neo in the matrix with a neuralink yeah all all of that is outweighed do you think by the possible dirty deeds that the government and 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 higher ups Could get up, could get up to using this technology.
2: Yeah, I mean that's where it's uh, ambiguous, right? Because it could be used for good and bad. Like I I always lean towards that they don't have our best interests at heart, uh, just due to what we just talked about. Where it's like they'll incentivize us to get a vaccine and go eat McDonald's. It's like we, you know, there. You can make a case that both of those are probably not that great for your health. And uh, what I actually like, this is part of my technical mind like, as a web developer, um, you know, one good developer, I mean, I say one, I'm always like underestimating, but like a handful of really good developers, because I always imagine like Google's got the highest collective of human IQ Mm -hmm. ever recorded working for them. But like, in my mind, only the top 1% are contributing code to like any changes made to the search algorithm, because they don't, they don't need like the second best or the third best, they need the best. And when it comes to the situation you described, where it's like, when we all have our certificates of vaccination ID, AKA C-O-V-I-D, uh, when we all have those <laughs> and in real time, like they're using these sensors and this is kind of what I want. I want to paint this picture. That's what I was really hoping to do is illustrate this like, it's not even my vision really. Cause I mean, if you just piece these this puzzle together, it's their vision for us in the future where they will in real time, like you said, Brandon, like be inside our body, understanding what we ate, penalizing us or rewarding us for whatever they deem, you know it's arbitrary, right? If they want us to be healthy, they'll reward us for healthy behavior. If they don't want us to be healthy, they'll say go eat M- McDonald's and get your vaccine or whatever, you know. So Krispy Kreme, free yeah, donuts, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. Coincidence? Krispy Kreme donuts for a year or something when you get your vax? Like, I don't know. But um, and just to touch on the the climate change thing, I am far from a climate change expert. I didn't even look at this guy's Wikipedia page. Wikipedia, come on. In, in the words of Sam Tripoli, they may be compromised, right? I don't know for sure, but. Um, I do always like to say when people bring up climate change that the club of Rome in 1971, they published a paper called the limit to growth where they plan to create a concept called global warming and use it to collect carbon tax to create and fund a one world government that was published in 1971. Right. So that's like way ahead of what we're used to today. That's before any of us were born. So I just want to make that noted. Um, Doesn't mean it's not real, but.
1: Well, and like what you brought up there with Wikipedia being compromised, I will tell you it's 100% compromised because my friend uh, that has DM'd me several times through uh, the Dangerous World Pod Instagram has said that every day when he goes onto Michelle Obama's uh, Wikipedia, he'll change it to she was a born male rather than her being born a female. And they change it. So they only put the information that you want. The, the whole idea of Wikipedia is anyone can go on there and they can edit the information. And if it's not what they don't want you to hear, or if it's not what they want you to hear, they change that shit right back. And they would do it within thirty seconds every time this individual would change Michelle Obama's gender to uh, from male to or from female to male. So I just find that very interesting. Um, Wikipedia has become more of an authoritative source recently, you know, when we were in high school in 2008 and 2009, for me um, Wikipedia was not a credible uh, source to, to cite on paper. What Um, changed?
2: It has changed. Absolutely.
1: What what changed?
2: You know what I mean? To make them authoritative.
1: That's the thing, dude, The, 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 the veil has been slowly removed over time, dude. And I don't know if this has anything to do with these companies like DARPA Um, I find it just so fascinating that the DARPA vaccine connection is so fucking real. And I'm sure if you were to go and look on Wikipedia and you were to look up like what was going on with the COVID-19 vaccine, uh, and Fauci and all of this other stuff, they would tell you it's all good. It's all safe. Um, it blows my mind to this day that, that you can Google who the most powerful doctor in the world is. And it tells you it's Bill Gates the dude's not a doctor the dude's not he he and the the idea of of uh kevin klein uh divorcing bill gates right i mean this is the whole idea that it's like dude there's something going on there why is he trying to divorce his husband bill gates and and get away from from the the whole thing that's going on the idea is that it was um it was that she was disgusted or he was disgusted of uh you know his connection with epstein and um you know there's video of him saying that his husband doesn't have any connection with microchips that technology is not available but then you see klaus schwab promoting microchips you can put a fucking chip in your dog to prevent your dog from running away you don't think that they can put that into people too i mean there's a serious problem with that
2: just wait till, till I share some of this stuff. But um, that's what yeah, I was I trying to illustrate when I was saying before that you can have a handful of really good engineers and you can police virtually everything online almost instantaneously. Like you said, Wikipedia gets reset immediately. Google, yeah. what do we determine authoritative? Well, you know how I was saying top-down control structures? When I said that earlier, I was talking about like how corporations are commonly structured with humans, right? Like, oh, you have the CEO, then you got the like, you know, people under him. And then you got, it's just like, a, it keeps branching out. But like, think about Google search results, and how much faith people have in them. Like, that is a top down control structure. Oh, what's at the top? That must be true. Oh, it's on page two. That's false. And that's controlled. You know, dude,
1: I got to ask you this question real quick. So like, you've heard of Google trends. I know you have. So mm-hmm. like, do you think that that's manipulated Google trends? Because sometimes like when, uh, like when COVID came out, and like when the COVID-19 vaccine came out, there was a huge spike in like, is the COVID-19 vaccine filled with microchips? And um, that was a a, a Google trend, like you can see it spike up. Do you think that they do that as a psyop on the deep state level? Or like, what do you think about Google trends?
2: It's interesting, you said Google trends specifically. Um, The only time I've even seen it referenced in terms of like COVID-19 was and if you want a good indicator of like what a true case count is in a location like sort by location and then sort by uh lost sense of smell of something interesting somebody somebody painted because you know how like the case numbers are so manipulated and whatnot it's hard to know like when there really is COVID and isn't because they're using 40 cycle plus PCR tests um which is a separate subject obviously but
1: well and, and that's very interesting because uh Carrie Mullis the inventor of the PCR test Could not stand Anthony Fauci. Um, But so, so what are you getting at there though?
2: Oh, I was just going to say, I don't know if they've manipulated Google trends specifically, but there is a guy named Zach Voorhees who was like a senior engineer at Google. So he had access to information that like, if you just started tomorrow, you wouldn't have. And he tells, I don't want to tell his story for him. You can just Google him. He's got a a blog. He's been on triple podcast. He's been all over Mm -hmm. the place. And In his story, he talks about how something led him to, like, go look for a blacklist of search results. And he found it. He found other stuff, too, when he went looking for it. But specifically the blacklist, I mean, obviously, when he found that, he got (laughs) got fired. But he saved it. And you can go to his website right now and download the blacklist as of the last day that he worked there. And a lot of the stuff you see on there isn't going to surprise you guys. I mean, use your imagination. Um, This was before, you know, COVID-19 and whatnot. But you see a lot of stuff about, like, the Las Vegas shooting and other similar things to that and it, it, it shouldn't surprise anybody in the truth community that you would see those things being artificially suppressed what i really like in a lot of my research it painted this picture at least in my mind right and i try not to be too cynical but again you start like adding these things together and it paints a picture to me of like potentially what i call like digital enslavement you know <laughs> like it's the potential for us to be enslaved via technology. And I know that this isn't like a unique thought just to me. I've, I've definitely heard other people talking about it as well. So some of these notes that I want to share that help illustrate this picture, because I just think of like talking to like my family or like my, my average friend. And I could say like, say something like that, right at a high level, and it, it won't resonate. They'll be like, what are you talking about, man? But <laughs> again, at, at a micro level, uh the technology really already exists and has existed for some time to to potentially do this like digital enslavement that I was referring to so some of the stuff i wanted to share was um well for one like a quote again from Dennis Bushnell he said it's not us versus the machines we're merging this is the human evolution of the human there is no more natural evolution of anything so again like talking about merging with machines um obviously things like um, what's the, I just think of them as brain chips. What's the Elon Musk thing called? Neuralink. Neuralink. Yeah. yeah. And they'll, they'll market it to us as a positive, just like they do other things. Hint, hint, you know? Yeah.
1: Helping, helping with, uh, like a paraplegic or someone that suffered a car accident, things like that is how they market it to you at first.
2: And I don't yeah, think so. That's, that's one I don't, thing. Go ahead. I, don't think,
0: I don't think it's cynical though to to even look at the relationship that we have with our phones and see that as an expression of one of of, of that already happening. Right. Like, is that that's that's not yeah. too many steps removed from I, I don't know how deep they, they'll be able to go, but we're kind of already doing that. Right. Like, and very willingly, all of us.
2: Yeah. And again, just remember how, like, things are arbitrary, right? Like, you can look at phones as a net positive because they are. I mean, they're awesome to have. But like, then look at it, flip the lens and look at it through the lens of somebody trying to do harm to others. What what does a phone like what does us all having phones do? Well, it gives us it gives them instantaneous like real-time information to like where where we are, where we were in the past. Our camera can be turned on. Our mics can be turned on, right? Like there's a lot of information you can collect and this leads perfectly into a quote I wanted to share where uh Dennis Bushnell and again you read in his wikipedia that he does a lot with like climate but a lot of these notes I took were like unrelated, right? So it's a lot of just, um, again, this, this, if you want to say technological enslavement. So he said, nano sensors are becoming smaller and increasingly cheaper. The Pentagon tells me in five to 10 years, so this is at this point, seven, you know, one to seven years, let's say, or two to seven years, 10 to 100 trillion sensors will be networked on this planet. So this is really big data. So what that's saying is like we just talked about how a phones used to capture imagery in real time and transmit or audio or you know other things that's going to become a reality whether we like it or not you know and this Dude I saw
1: what do you think about the idea of microchips being part of the vaccine I saw something very interesting um or or micro nano robots whatever you want to call them I saw something very interesting that Rich uh our buddy friend of the show um where someone got freshly vaccinated and their spouse put a magnet right over where the shot went into their arm and the magnet stuck to this lady's arm. Um, I don't know if it was doctored. I just saw it today, like literally like seconds before we started recording here. And that to me is very interesting. Um, I do think that there is something to, to be said about like, you know, heavy metals being in the atmosphere, um, or light metals, you know, aluminum, things like that. That, you know, if they're in this vaccine, is that gonna, is that gonna fuck with our chemistry? Is, is there something to be said about that? Do you think, Ryan?
2: Yes, there is. And that's a good preview for what I was planning on sharing in the Patreon portion. But, uh, in the Patreon portion, they, uh, I watched a video of somebody who I don't know what his actual like nine to five job was, but he has a very deep understanding of, I guess like you could say, electrical, electrical mechanics, um, electrical engineer, probably. And you know, what's interesting about the story that he shares. And for people that don't sign up for the Patreon, just use the link in the, uh, the show notes, but he's on Bitshoot, and he shares this story where he went, he didn't necessarily go looking to, for, for the end goal, you know, how sometimes it's like, I want to prove the earth is flat. So let me only look for information that's going to help me prove that he didn't do that. Like he just said, oh, what are these things on the uh nasal swabs, the, the little black fibers? What are these? Right. And the that Morgellons. leads into, well, well, it, it might not be right. So that's the thing. You got to wait till, wait till we get to that part of the story, okay. but um, okay. they may be a component to a bigger picture thing being assembled inside of us and this is where we get back to darpa patents that may not make a lot of sense when you look at one individually but when you start looking at a few of them together and tie them to the current situation like what what are these fibers on the swabs that's weird uh what's in the vaccine uh you know that's also weird a couple other things and it starts to paint a picture so that's what i was planning on talking about a little bit later
1: (laughs) No, I mean, I think it's fascinating, though, just the the idea that uh, there could be and and this is nothing new to a lot of people in in this community, um, but it does need to be shared with people that don't really resonate with the idea that maybe there is some poison in the vaccines. And Brandon's vaccinated proudly, um, so there's nothing wrong. maybe maybe we're the fucking crazy ones that aren't getting vaccinated. I say that every single week why would the new world order and why would the deep state want to get rid of people that fall in line with what the mainstream media says? Brandon.
0: Well, <clears throat> so if this information is so readily available and is so like no one, I, 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 I think you're implying that no one in their right mind can look at this evidence cumulatively and come away with something much different than what you have here to offer, as far as your perspective. Uh, so, are we just sheep? Or are the people who are seeing this and then just not seeing it? Are they? I don't know if chalking it up to just us being sheep is the thing, or if you think they've like done something to us already. If they've already conditioned us uh, in that way. So why why isn't this? Why isn't somebody winning the Nobel? Uh, Peace Prize for medicine uh, uh, after seeing these videos and revealing these truths. You think?
2: Oh, I mean, as far as so you know, part of the part of the true conspiracy of what the final goal might be for these various components that um, could be adding up to, like I was saying, like it's basically like nanoparticles that come together in our in our bodies to form a micro-sized computing system. Um, but you know, if, are we talking mainly about the vaccine here? Cause like, honestly, from a non-conspiratorial angle, like there's a whole lot of research that you can do as far mm-hmm. as like, why this, you, let's just put it this way. Like you may not want to be first in line. Um, cause these, you know, mRNA vaccines have been studied for almost 20 years now at this point and they never got past animal trials. So that's well-documented and not trying to scare anybody that got it, but it just is what it is. Right. It's not my opinion. It's just, just what happened.
0: Yeah, I, I don't think it's it is just about uh, vaccination. Um, I think it's a whole bunch of these things because it, uh, I, I've I've seen a lot of the the biggest and, and baddest stuff that DARPA associates have talked about DARPA being involved with, too. And I just I have a different perspective coming into this discussion and having these facts revealed to me uh, than than you guys do still. I don't know if you just chalk it up to our perspective uh, to our differences in perspectives, but like feel free to tell me if you think this is the case. But how much of a rube am I? Is, is it have I, or is it the government's fault for being so good at conditioning conditioning me in the past for not he, hearing about all the things that DARPA is getting into, including the vaccine? Let me pull up um, a little article that I had from uh, DARPA dot where they, they talked about their influence on the VAC uh, vaccine. Because uh, it's scary, programs. They said DARPA began the Detect It with Gene Editing Technologies. They call it the Diget program, and the Epigenetic Characterization and Observe, Observation Program, which is focused on rapidly um, on rapid discovery, validation, and manufacture of diagnostics detecting any threat anytime anywhere. So they, they they're making it seem like a a, a miracle. Uh, their their input into these programs being a miracle pill. I don't exactly just believe what they say, but why am I, why are people like me rubes for not putting these, how can we be so wrong? You know?
2: Yeah. I mean, yeah, go ahead. ahead, No, no, go ahead, man.
1: Well, no. So I was just saying, it's not about you being wrong. Um, It's about not trusting the science. People are saying, trust the science, trust the science. The same party that's saying trust the science says that there's more than two genders. Okay, they say that there's there there there's so much contradictory shit that's going on, and yeah yeah you can say the conservatives believe in a, a a fake entity in the clouds that uh is is controlling what's going on right. There's a serious problem with experimental technology that is being pushed onto people. Yeah, but like Ryan said exactly. here. Um, this this thing's only been studied for 20 years now when we talk about actual vaccines like the hepatitis vaccines um, the uh, tetanus shots flu vaccines even i'm not a big fan of but there's some science some true science behind these actual shots and then when darpa gets involved with this operational warp speed under uh, a man that i voted for as president of the united states donald trump which, you know, since then, you know, that, you know, him and I have had a falling out. And so it's very interesting that that this entire idea and, and and that's the thing, dude, with Democrats and with liberals or with, you know, leftists, that's their favorite thing that Trump has done is get the vaccine out so quick.
0: I do think it is about right and wrong, though. I mean, I am I think I am right in thinking at the level of science that that I have seen presented to me. Uh, And my understanding of other things, they all culminate into the decision that, yes, a vaccine is a is a better idea than not having a vaccine. And I'm just wondering why Ryan thinks that that can be so. And if it is that I'm just gullible, that's fine. I'm really just curious about your perspective on people who did get first in line to get the vaccine.
2: Yeah, uh, the first like I would love to start by just saying like a great person to follow for all the information on like the vaccine vaccinations and whatnot is, uh, the last American vagabond. You can find him on like D live and, uh, shoot and whatnot. Cause like, again, I am far from a health expert, but I follow him like religiously. And all he really does is like read the medical peer reviewed studies and share. So I don't want to make this episode about that, but like, let me just share really quickly that at, at our age unequivocally, if you only look at the data in VAERS, the Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System, like you have a much higher chance of getting a adverse reaction that damages you than you do, like from the vaccine, than you do from COVID. Like And, and NIH funded Harvard with a million, I think it was like a million dollars or more to study what percentage of adverse events actually end up in VAERS. And it was 1%. So you don't even have to actually multiply by a hundred. You can just use the 1% that's in there. And at our age we have a much higher like risk factor of a vaccine adverse event than we do from COVID. it's, it's not like really debatable. It's just going straight off the numbers. And also you're not supposed to talk about it. Like if you were posting this podcast to YouTube, for instance, and you said the magic word Ivermectin, which I've got a bottle of like right next to me. Uh, I also got hydroxychloroquine uh, you know, the only reason that these stuff had to be um, demonized is that, you know, they, they can't do emergency use authorization if there is a viable alternative so they had to pretend like these things don't work even though you can go to like countries around the world depending on where you go and you ask like ivermectin for instance some say 100 effective like it's gotten people off the brink of death so it's um you know and when i hear stuff like that i'm like wait a second and then the conspiracy starts like why do don't they acknowledge this then is it just profit motive or is there more to it so
1: Dude, I heard that Ted Nugent got COVID and he took ivermectin and it just went away. You know what I mean? Um, So it is very interesting. And clearly there is always a profit motive. Um, You know, I I brought the idea of like, why is the AstraZeneca vaccine being shipped over to India when Bill Gates doesn't want to share his COVID patents with India? Um, Maybe it's not his place to say who you can share it with but uh you know maybe it is some of these government agencies and shit like that but uh there is something to be said about you know just the profit motive of creating a problem and creating the solution it's again it's that vicious vicious cycle some call that good business yeah some would (laughs) and i think a lot of people at the top do so it, it is what it is man but um so what else do you got dude because darpa like you said like it is one of these agencies that even when I was doing research, there's not a lot of information about it. So I'm curious as to how you found all the, the the shit that you came up with and why you were so interested in it, because it it is a fascinating topic, dude. Like it's something that's scary. It's one of those things. It's like above the CIA and like, you know, comparable to the black nobility where, you know, no one really knows about what they do, but there's something there where it's like dude these guys are above the president they're above the executive branch of the United States government and they seem to be if there
2: is a deep state they are a key player in it absolutely man to me like and i'm i I wish i could call myself a darpa expert but it's so secretive yeah you know and um th- but to me it's it's my and it's based on my like current understanding of technology, which, you know, I'm just one person, but I had heard stories about DARPA having like a, what would have been considered a supercomputer in the sixties with like when the computers were like the full size of the room and 30 years later, like the commercial markets had equal computing power, 30 years. And it's like, it's one thing for DARPA to have, you know, something random. That's not that big of a deal, but when it's a computer and you can start feeding in like equations and um, solving like complex problems that you couldn't do without one, what you get is like, you start, you have, you heard of like breakaway civilization. I start to wonder like, is how, how, how ridiculous is the technology that we don't know about? And then when you get into like the quantum computing field, which again, I'm not an expert, I would love to pretend to be, I'm not going to pretend to be though, but like, With quantum computing and quantum entanglement, information is, like quantum entanglement, information is transferred at 10,000 times the speed of light. Like the amount of information you can process with quantum computing is unfathomable to our brains. And we already know quantum computers exist now, which means that DARPA's probably had them for, your guess is as good as mine, you know, behind the scenes. And what have they done with them? Well, dude, where does
1: Bitcoin fall into that? Because the whole idea is that like when quantum computing becomes like commercially available, Bitcoin instantly becomes worthless.
2: Dude, you got to buy Cum Rocket, man. That's the new Bitcoin. Cum Rocket? Cum Rocket. (laughs) Like CUM? It's disrupting the porn industry.
1: (laughs) Really? Is it
0: CUM
2: Rocket? Yes. (laughs) Really? It's half a joke and half not, man. Yeah. I'm, like am like I'm no getting a little point. bit off subject, but it's, it's a good, look into it, man. It's not a bad idea.
0: I think a good portion of that product is just to make a sizable number, a sizable portion of the population say, "Oh yeah, I just bought like a whole bunch of Cum Rocket the other day and uh, it's really been doing, really been doing good for me." Yeah, you can't yeah. you can't underestimate what these guys are responsible for. I mean, they 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 brought about the internet when they were just ARPA, uh, I think in 1971, they got they, they got added the D because as one source that I saw uh, put it, uh, no one has a problem shoveling money towards anything with the name Defense in it. Any agency with the name Defense in it just keeps getting that, in, that, that shoved down. Yeah, yeah. But when they were ARPA, they had this thing called ARPANET. It's a series of computers all over the world. And this was, um, according to another source, like a, a, a zygote, a kind of just experimental version of the Internet and really led to it as much as... Uh, Al Gore might want us to, to think otherwise. Um, they had SimNet, right? This is this, the this first computer simulated battle training program that was conducted in preparation for like the last big tank battle that we ever had. It's called the Battle of 73 Easting. That's during the Persian Gulf War. You can't you can't say that these guys uh, did nothing and we are very lucky to know the little bit that we do, but yeah, it's obvious that they are they're ahead of the game, even though you know, people when you walk onto like a, a nuclear submarine, you're dealing with like honeywell electronic cabinets that are old as shit. Like our computers on there are nothing, and I'm just thinking about what's on the other side of these uh, government lab doors, thinking what is to come, I'll give it to you. That 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 will that will make me afraid. So, Brandon, have you heard of this come rocket? No, uh, you guys seem more familiar with come rockets than I am. Yeah,
1: dude. so, like, what is come rocket valued at? This is something that I'm very interested in. Let me let me look at what up up right now. What's come rocket?
2: Right. All right, give me a timer, set 30 seconds. Come rocket is a relatively new cryptocurrency, it's less than a month old. However, they have a team of like developers that are very active. And they're, attempt- they're attempting to disrupt the porn industry. They're going to be direct competition with OnlyFans. And it's, you know, when you go to OnlyFans, you you tip in, I, I don't know, I- I don't, I've don't. i never subscribed, but I'm assuming it's US dollars. Other porn websites, you buy like tokens or whatever, right? They're just trying to like come up with a versatile digital currency for the porn industry. And it goes beyond that. Like they have NFTs that you can purchase, but their developer team, this is what's crazy, less than a month, they've built out a ton of shit. And this token has already gone up like, I think 20X so what the fuck
1: dude see that's something to me that seems fascinating so what is what is this valued at so it's it's 16 cents okay and so is this publicly available or like where the fuck do we go to do you own any of this ryan
2: full disclosure i put 20- <laughs> yes okay
0: wait we are doing so why leaving it we're doing them some real lip service first off <laughs>
2: I did it on a whim, actually. Before I did any research at all whatsoever, I just looked at the chart and saw like a very bullish structure that was yeah. about to break out, and uh, right before that upward trajectory uh, that you see all the way to the left around like April thirtieth. Um, yeah, yeah. It was a basically like a bullish wedge. Uh, so I got it, in really good. <laughs> sure. The
0: ticker yeah. is Cummies, Just so anyone who's interested in it can get in.
2: <laughs> wait is this making the podcast
1: <laughs> yeah of course dude but yeah no this is fascinating this is the shit that the people like man because like we always talk about crypto i invested in doge back in like january of last year um so like i turned 30 dollars into like six thousand dollars um just you know just kind of fucking around you're still drinking but
2: that ten dollar vodka though
1: i am dude i'm not i you know i i uh i'm investing smart and i also uh indulge in a smart way so i just find this interesting though because i've never heard of Cummy. this uh, is a Cum rocket this is a, and uh this, i think that it's just a fun idea i have an ethereum i have xrp a lot of xrp i believe in xrp wholeheartedly and then uh this Cum rocket shit is fascinating to me so uh yeah this is something that's fun i think Tripoli
2: gave it his blessing on uh his one of his many podcasts uh called cash Daddies. yeah yeah come Rocket, huh trading I've volume of, it, of
0: four million uh four point eight almost nine million dollars that's not uh it's not screwing around i mean i know you're talking about the fact that they're neophyte man but this is i'm gonna i'm gonna have to watch more come rocket come
2: rocket if they execute uh, yeah. their roadmap it's it's I mean, it's going to be worth quite a bit. Just look, I mean, yeah, it's it's very deflationary too. They reward you for holding it and not selling. So it's not a bad have investment you heard, if you've got money to blow. Have you heard of M2? No. Okay, that's
1: interesting because this is something that I was told about from a friend uh, that we talked about. He has a, he has some high clearance uh, with the military and he told me about M2, uh, which you can only buy from app.bees.social. I'm like, it sounded like Applebee's. So I was like, okay, what the fuck is this? And then I get in there and I check it out. It's worth like uh, thirty point zero zero three cents. So, I mean, um, but I mean, it's gonna it's gonna supposedly hop up uh, when they it's uh, you know something. It, it's essentially PO when you get into M two. But that's something that I would throw like just a hundred bucks at um, if you have the. I was trying to fucking do it with my uh, Coinbase wallet. It wasn't letting me do it. So uh, I'm I'm, I'm going to try and figure that out. I'm buying time. some as we speak. Where are you getting it from? App.
2: Bees. Social. <laughs> like, well, it's like, not it. that easy though. How are, are you doing it right now? I already had everything set up, honestly, so I can uh, get in and get out pretty quick. Well, maybe you'll have
1: to tell me how to do that because that's very uh, that that seems pretty promising. I can show but you. Anyway, man, uh, let's get back into DARPA. You know, we got it sidetracked on uh, these come rockets and shit, but let, like, let's see what's up. So, what else you got with uh, with uh, DARPA?
2: All right, I'm gonna tra- I'm gonna transition now into a second speaker, so a second link in the show notes that is absolutely worth watching. And unlike the last video that had under hundred views, even though he was dropping bombs of knowledge, this one is Dr. Charles Morgan. He's ex.
0: You like what you hear, guys? Well, if so, then you are definitely going to want to check out the remaining 45 minutes of discussion that we had with Ryan. That's going to be on our Patreon feed. We go deeper into DARPA and its projects and all of its implications. So sign up today. That's patreon.com slash dangerousworldpodcast. Get this and all of our other full-length episodes for only $3 a month. Hope to see you there.